Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gone Bridge Podcast, episode 44. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? You know, Gardner, been better. Socks aren't great. Uh, just gotta, just gotta muscle through it, I guess. I don't know. Strap in. Not gonna be the most exciting episode, the most optimistic episode. But you know what? We all saw this coming. We just gotta power through. I've been bad. Not exciting. Gombers is always exciting. However, the most uh, best news on the Red Sox episode. Probably not. I would think we had better ones. Uh, all right. I mean, everybody knows how the Red Sox have been performing recently. And if you don't know, I guess I'll tell you. The Red Sox are, what, one and six in their last seven? Yeah, or two and nine, two and seven in their last nine. But, yeah, not They're great. Really bad. That's terrible. Either way, uh, losing record by a lot, so – that's not that's not good at all. Yeah, um, the games. Have you know been, what, you know what the Red Sox are and their. Uh, what? You know what the Red Sox are in the last 110 games? What's that? 64 and 46. That's a good record. That's a good right? record. Enough to put them in a uh, second place there behind the old Tampa Bay Rays. But yeah, past week for the Red Sox, man. We're we'll, we're gonna get right into this. It's, it's been tough. It's been tough. I've seen a lot of stuff. People are like, you know, this this team, this team was never built to win. This team was never built to do this, to do that. Like the thing is, is we even had people, you know, responding to our posts and leaving comments and stuff. And they were like, like you know, this team after the trade deadline, Heim sent a message to this team that he didn't believe in them and all this and all that. And it's just like, listen, it's been, it's been a bad week. I'm not sugarcoating it at all. But okay, hold on. Can I jump in real quick? That guy was just really negative for no reason. Uh, he said that we all we know is winning for the Reds. Yeah, if I hear another person pull that excuse out of their ass just because we're young, we don't like know how to experience like losing. Like, I don't know. First of all, yeah, we're all 20, we're not like 11 years old. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're right, they're right. How are they right? Think of a go ask your go ask your parents when okay, we get yeah. off of this. No, you're, let me make the point that I'm trying to make. Right. Sure, we won four World Series since I've been alive, and you guys too, actually. One what? <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, we won four World Series. That's true. Is that like tied for the most or something like that? Since it is then? the most. It's the most. I think it's tied for the most. Or is the most. No, it's the most. Giants have three. Cardinals have two. Yankees don't have as many. Doesn't matter. But sure, mixed in there, sprinkled about, have been probably some of the most unwatchable, terrible seasons of any sports franchise ever. So you're trying to say, I don't know what it's like to lose. Last season. I don't know what it's like to go 500. (laughs) I don't know what it's like to go 500. I only know winning and finishing with a horrible record. Yeah. I mean, 2011, bad. No, 2011 was was fine until September. 2012 was just... Oh, yeah, 2012. 2012 was a mess. 2020 was a mess. 2014, for the most part, was a mess. So was 2015. John Farrell uh, got lucky in 2013. And then was just a terrible man. But 
too. Yeah, even but anyway, yeah, but I'm tired of hearing that excuse about people our age and being like, well, you have a chance to win and you don't seize it. It's like, first of all, seizing the opportunity, this team is not going to – I don't know who you want this team to go out and get to seize the opportunity, quote-unquote. But, like, we went out and got an all-star on Kyle Schwarber. Like, I know he's not healthy right now, but this guy made the all-star team. I don't know who you want us to go out for and trade, like, for Garrett Cole. I don't know if you wanted Rizzo. I know Rizzo had also a good week, but – We need all-star. Like, I, I mean, I – I, I think he was alluding more to a pitcher. Yeah, it would have been oh, great yeah, to get another starting pitcher. Oh, I forgot we were talking about that guy. But yeah, like well, I said, I'm just, I'm just, he did bring up some good points. And I, I think it's good talking points as to, to where Red Sox Nation is right now, because uh, there are a lot of people who are just like, they're already out on this team. And if you're out on this team, I don't want to see you on Boylston Street with the parade going by last week in october all right you're not invited anymore you're not yeah. invited see that it's ride or die classic garner, garner are you Boston? gonna be on are you gonna be on boylston street checking everybody's pass to make sure that they were on this wagon the whole time I, i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be uh yeah it's actually i'm developing the pass right now sending it out you gotta fill in the dates that you're on the bus and when you arrive at the parade i'm gonna be running to every T station for the day and you come up, you show me your pass. If it's not valid, if you, if you hopped off the, the bandwagon, not the bandwagon, just the bus during the tiger series. I'm sorry, but I can't have you seeing Christian Arroyo pop champagne all over the streets of Boston. It's just can't, can't have it. It'll be like a hall pass. <laughs> I don't think Matt Hall I don't think Matt Hall's pass would be valid, to be quite honest. Um, I don't think Matt Hall is going to be anywhere near the uh, the duck boats. He might be. The, the, he's on the 70-man roster. I mean, we're a little over the place right now because it just has been a tough week. We're a avoiding tough, the obvious. A tough week mentally. Sox suck. Yeah. No, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. No, they don't suck. They had a bad week. They, the, that week, they had a bad week. That week sucks. It was bad, and it's been bad. And we got a big series against the Blue Jays up up north. Maybe they just need to go to another country to turn around, turn it around. Maybe I that'll mean, fix everything. Maybe I was a little too harsh. However, I feel like this was coming eventually. You Every team were... has a has a has a slump. Yeah. You know, you think you're not going to go 162 games without losing. What six out of seven or something? Yeah, they lost a season or not a season high. Yeah, for the Red Sox, five games in a row. At the time, it was the longest losing streak active in the MLB. And I guess what I think we should do is just, as we always do, look at the series, look at what the Sox did, maybe what they should have done, and what they need to do in the future to not play like absolute dog shit. So. The Ray series, right? That was the first one. Oh man. oh, man. Yeah, I forgot. So, yeah, what do we – we talked about game one, but game two and three we did yeah. not talk about. It was an unfortunate sweep that the Sox suffered to the Tampa Bay Rays. And even then, when that happened, people were like, oh, you see, like the Tampa Bay Rays are – they were in the World Series last year. They're a real team, and you guys are pretenders. They swept you. And if they a team sweeps you, then you're just terrible. And that's – 
not true because we swept them at the beginning of the season. So the sweeps. We, we won the first four games against the Rays and they won the last five. So yeah. the sweeps are tied one to one. So relax, guys. But what I will say about that series is that I don't think the Red Sox got a single hit with a runner on base. They definitely did, but in scoring position, probably not. Just couldn't score runs. Just couldn't score runs. Starting pitching was Steve also- was not good at the Steve, Steve. What? I, uh, I got a little stat for you. Please. In the last nine games, the Red Sox have had 85 plate appearances. And this comes from our uh, one of the best accounts on Twitter, Red Sox Stats. 85 plate appearances, and they have gone nine for 75 which uh, if you do the math is a 120 batting average with a, a 0.373 OPS. Is this um with runners on or in scoring position or in general? Uh, uh, this is with runners in scoring position. They've had two extra base hits and 75 at-bats. That's, you know who, that's not you know good. Who might have had a worse batting average than, than that? And the entire Red Sox offense with runners in scoring position? Yes. Uh, I don't know. He's played on this team. You can Pedro Siriaco? Yeah, Pedro Siriaco. That was the guy I was thinking wow. of. Uh, Danny Crazy. Santana, that guy, if you forgot, he sucks. Isn't he, he, he's still injured, though. He's still, I haven't seen him in, in weeks. I don't want to see him either him. way. Call me harsh, but wow, that I dude mean, stinks. Lawson, are you going like, to follow up on that? It seems like with, I mean, I mean, I don't want to drive Steve's cousin up a wall again. Uh, but. Yeah. My good friend, my good friend Franchi Cordero. I'll keep this. I'll keep this short. Has played much better in his last seven games. Is hitting three thirty three. Um, so it's on the up and up for the French man. He is, is as I digress. I'll say this about Franchi: is I at this point, right now, I would rather have Franchi Cordero facing righties than Bobby Dalbeck. I think that's not completely unreasonable. And if you've been watching the games, Gardner's internet, as per usual, is not great right now. Well, wow, I'm here. I'm yeah, here. I'm here. Choppy, but it's okay. But if you chop you like the bay, get out there in the boat. Little, little waves. Well, a couple waves never hurt anybody. Yeah, gotta ride the wave. If you've been watching the games, you would notice that Franti has not looked completely overmatched in his plate appearances like he did at the beginning of the season. It looks like he actually stands a chance like to do something at any given time up there. And that's a pretty good feeling. So maybe Franchi, the wonder of Worcester, will give us a little bit of life to the Sox offense that has absolutely no life right now between the Ray series um, and the Tigers series offense has been terrible. Pitching has also been terrible. So you know what would help both those things? You don't win games. Steroids? Probably Clawson. I was gonna say Chris Sale and Kyle Schwarber. Maybe Franchi Cordero mixed in there too. But this this team is gonna come save the team. That'd be cool if he did. The Frenchman. He probably drank so much Worcester water. He's invincible now. <laughs> what do you think's in that? I don't want to know. 
I was out to dinner in Worcester a couple weeks ago, and the waitress was like, "All right, you can either have bottled water or, or Worcester water." And we all looked at each other and, and decided that Worcester water was definitely not what we wanted. Oh, I would have gone the Worcester water way. She she said that was a very unpopular choice to go with Worcester water. Well, I mean, if you want to glow green, you might as well go with the Worcester water. But Pretty much, I can see yeah. that you didn't choose that. I did not. I value my my long term health. <laughs> um. So yeah. So yeah. The series against the Rays. After that first game we recorded and I said, all we got to do in these next two games is win one of them because then we're still in first place. That didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, again, it was like we played the Rays. You have a tough series. Obviously, you get swept. Um, But it is what it is. And then you're coming to play one of the weaker teams in the American League and the Detroit Tigers. You got to take at least two out of three from them. Did they take two out of three from them? The Tigers took two out of three from us. In a, a very convincing uh, two out of three. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The pitching was fine on – what's today? Today's Friday. The pitching was fine on Tuesday. Pitching was fine on Wednesday. Yesterday, the pitching was not fine. And the man who pitched yesterday, Martin Perez, has now been moved to the bullpen, breaking news of about uh, 30 minutes ago. So it looks like, I mean, I'm happy for that. Obviously, we know when Sale comes back, it's either Richards or Perez who's going to get moved out of the rotation. And it looks like Perez is the first man out right now, which uh, somehow Garrett, Garrett Richards is just surviving the season in this rotation. Uh, we'll see how much longer that lasts for. But what? I feel like Richards gets the longer leash because he's getting paid way more. Like, at some level, if you're paying a guy $10 million, you got to kind of let him run, even if he sucks. You know what I mean? Like Perez is only getting paid pennies compared to Richards. So Richards is obviously next to go, but because Perez is getting paid less, it's easier to move him. And, I mean, I feel like if you move Garrett Richards at all, he's just going to retire. Like he's he kind of on thin ice. Good. I hope he does. And you know what? So do I, but I feel that like – doesn't seem like a problem – that doesn't seem like a Red Sox problem. That seems well, like no, a Garrett Richards no. problem. No, I mean, I suppose it, it could work <laughs> out very well. I, I wouldn't mind it at all. But it seemed like he was pretty close to retirement when they banned the sticky shit. Um, so I feel like one more move, this a, dude is just a, off the deep end. I have a little rule that I use at work, one scoop and ice cream. Uh, once, once I send it out the window to the customer, it's not my problem anymore. I don't care if it's dripping. I don't care if the cone breaks. It's kind of like Garrett Richards. Once he's off what, the socks, what if you give him the, what if you I don't gave care him if the retires, wrong ice cream? I don't care if he signs with the Yankees. Not my problem. Gardner, if I gave him if, the wrong ice cream, that's my fault. But if the cone, but once it leaves that's the my window. fault. But it left the window. There's a few. There's a few clauses. There's a few clauses like Article so what would be One, the, Section what would be the Three. Few clauses for Garrett Richards. Then a few clauses uh, for Garrett Richards. Uh, if he gets his arm army eaten off by a shark i would feel moderately bad about it and hope him i would i would wish him well otherwise i don't think there will be a lot of well wishing all right uh that's one Uh, another clause is that um if he breaks his ankle doing trampoline stunts in the circus then uh i also wish him the best 
But those are the only two scenarios. What if uh, he leaves and then is really good for another team? Not my problem. <laughs> but you wouldn't be Not upset about that? I don't – I mean – I wouldn't be upset. The man just said like two weeks ago, he's like, I don't know how to grip a baseball, that sticky stuff. I just aim and he doesn't even aim. He, he's just like, I just fire and it, I hope it goes, you know, over the plate. But yeah, if he, if he went somewhere else and did well, I, what? Yeah. Plates over there. Yeah. Vasquez got to be, yeah. Vasquez has got to be behind there somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, overall, uh, you know, the rotation is just, even like guys, Erod had a really good start this past week, and that was that was really promising. Ten strikeouts, season high. Kind of looked like his uh, his old self there, but yeah, I mean, just like guys like Pavetta, even Steve. Erod over the past seven starts has at a three six six ERA. That's good. That's good. That is progressive. That's good. That's awesome. Was that a free ad? No. No. Okay. I mean, that would just kind of, no, that's not how this works. The context was wrong. Yeah, no, that was, no, that was completely not a free ad, bro. Also, shout out Section 10 for just running with the free ad thing. We love to see our, our jokes making, uh, making headway. Yeah. I mean, we took every, we've taken one. (laughs) So, Nice yeah, one. we took their took their uh, office space. We're, we're a few. We took... <laughs> we're a few behind them, but you know, at least they're starting to reciprocate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we had that DM a while back where that guy was like, "You guys gotta stop using Section Ten jokes sometimes." It's like, all right, chill out, chill out. And now um, they're using that one. Anyway, back to baseball. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not about so, baseball anymore. You don't want to talk about baseball, Steve? What do you want? What do you want to talk about? Well, it's all living. Kanye still hasn't dropped his out. Kanye still hasn't dropped his out. I thought it dropped earlier. (laughs) Buddy, no, it didn't drop. You see him ascend. Nowhere to be seen. That was was wild. Kanye West ascended to heaven during like a concert or something. It was crazy. It was crazy. He legitimately thinks that he is Jesus Christ. You think who do you think would have a better chance on the mound? Kanye or Garrett Richards? Probably Kanye. Honestly, probably Kanye. You have no – I mean, honestly, you have no idea what's coming from either of them. Kanye like, just, like, he would – he would. I don't know. Something crazy would happen. I just know. That, like, lightning would strike the batter. Like, Cora would go out there and be like, all right, Kanye, you had 110 pitches. We're going to take you out. He'd go, shut the fuck up. All right, good morning, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's going to be a clip. Watch out for that one, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you think he'd wear that one little team, like helmet thingy that he's been wearing? Yeah, he just has like face. a black mask over yeah. his face. He can't even right? see. He's like throwing the ball to Arroyo at second base. He's like, I just strike Trey Mancini out or something. It's like, no, Kanye, you're throwing the ball the other way. <laughs> If you think that for a single second he's taking any signs from Vasquez, you're wrong. Kanye's throwing what Kanye wants to throw. What do you think his, like, four-pitch set would be? Ephis is definitely his first pitch. I was going to say, I think he's got a palm ball in there somewhere. (laughs) 
got a nasty 12-6 that everybody sleeps on. I think he's also got uh, – I think he, he's somehow perfected the rise ball, which can only be thrown by softball players. But Kanye has figured a way to, to make the baseball go upwards. Physically impossible to make a baseball actually rise. Fun fact, but Kanye – Kanye would somehow do it. He'd have a rise ball. That's like a wiffle ball. He like snaps his wrist down and rolls it off his fingers and it shoots up. I think he'd have a fork ball. Mm. I think it would be like, um, yeah. you guys seen Rookie of the Year? I think what else? Yeah, I've seen Rookie of the Year. You know that last pitch that they got, that the little kid throws that's like 20 miles an hour and just goes into like, it goes like 20 feet in the air. Like a big Ephus? Yeah, yeah. Like an Ephus pitch. Like, yeah, he's just got to be, like, lobbing him in, like, soft toss. There's a video, excuse me, of um, Kanye throwing a baseball anywhere. I was just about to look it up. Let's that see. is a video of him throwing something. Kanye and St. West are on first. Oh, wait, here we go. Him and his daughter. Oh, don't worry. I got a, I got a 15-second ad. Ah, so do I. Oh, mine's, mine's skippable. Oh, mine is not skippable. What the heck, YouTube? All right. His, his child threw out the first pitch. Oh, is that the White Sox game? Uh, Kanye, like, uh, he kind of blew it. Oh, uh, Kanye. He's got a, nice, the ball. got a nice release, though. Oh, it was? Okay. All right. There's stuff to work there with. Yeah, he didn't. Drive it to me and the viewer and the listeners. Yeah, so. He was also in sweatpants, so. Yeah, so I'm going to slow this thing down, playback speed. I'm going to slow it down to a quarter speed so we can really – I'll break this down a, in real time. It's going to be like a John Boy breakdown. Yeah. All right, so Northwest with the pitch, not a lot of lower body movement. She's really just flicking the wrist, maybe goes six feet. Again, she's probably only three or four, so you can't ask for much more. Now Kanye's getting the ball. He uh, – all right, it looks like – the White Sox have a have a very tall man behind the plate. Uh, Kanye could open up his body a little more. Arm angle isn't great. I would say it goes about 55 feet. Definitely didn't get to the plate. And uh, I would say it was more of like a slurve, maybe. I was I think what he was trying to get on on the ball. So kind of reminded There's... me of the uh, kind of reminded me of Craig Kimbrell. Spikes it in front of the plate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I honestly think Giancarlo Stan would probably go fishing at the pitch, but I guys, I don't know for sure. You guys, you guys seen that uh, commercial that's, that's going around with Giancarlo mm. Stanton and Aaron no. Judge? Dude, it? dude, free ad, really? Uh. <sighs> but yes, Klaus, um, I have seen that generic phone brand commercial going around with two Yankees players. Well, I'm starting to think that that was probably real footage because John Carlos Stanton can't hit major league pitching. I feel like his best chance is off of eight-year-olds. You guys know how Corey Kluber has like that pitch that he calls a cool ball. Yeah. Also, just Kanye, bold, bold to name an entire pitch after yourself. Yeah, it's just a slurve, but it's a clue ball, I guess. Yeah, I think Kanye ball. would have like a, a the ye ball. Yay the yay ball. ball. Yeah. Yay ball. All right. What do we think the yay ball would be? Probably like a 40 mile an hour fastball. <laughs> Batting practice. I bet it's different every time. That's what makes it, it you know. Mm, Steve, really thinking outside the box there. I like that. Um, 
Do you think that Kanye West could get more outs than Martin Perez did yesterday? How many did Martin get? Like three? He got four. He got four? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, how long are we giving him? Uh, like until – pitches? Well, Kanye's not coming out of the game. We all know that until his arm falls off. So, I would assume the answer is yes. He's maybe he'll maybe get a, a little double play ball or something. Somebody's got to get like that. Yeah, I know. Like when these position players come in to pitch and they're throwing 50 miles an hour, you got guys popping up. Like this might be a bold take. This might be a bold take. But I think if I went in and pitched an inning for Major League Baseball, I bet I could hold it to under like 12 runs. Do you think you could hold a Major League roster to 12 runs? In one inning, yes. One inning. One inning. No, you're throwing batting practice, dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you make it, if you make it over okay. the strike zone. All right. What What's the difference? Answer me this. What's the difference between me and Kevin Plawecki pitching? Honestly, Kevin Plawecki probably can throw a lot harder than you. All right. Like I bet. Well, well, no, I can. No, 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 no. I can throw ninety. Remember? No, you can't. I think we still got a little time before that. <laughs> yeah, the competition. I gen. I genuinely believe. Genuinely, like, no, I could probably throw about 70. I think I could throw 80 right now. I think, I think 75 80. to 80 is a given. Yeah, I think I could throw 80. All right, then I could probably – I don't know. I haven't I haven't pumped pumped gas in a while, but, like, Ploiecki, like, I think I could pull a little cut on that, you know, get a couple guys to pop up, roll over one. Like, do I think someone would take me deep? Absolutely. But 12 runs. I think – for sure. That's not accurate. All right. Well, just wrong then. I'm wrong. Awesome. Yeah. I think I could totally get three outs before 12 runs. No. I mean, Gardner, how many uh, did you ever pitch in Little League? No, never. I was a catcher. <laughs> so you're saying that you weren't even good enough to pitch in Little League? But I'm just saying oh, – I'm not saying I wasn't good. I just didn't pursue it. I was a good catcher. I had a good arm. That was why I caught. Throwing a lot it's of guys out of base pass. Having a good arm is different than being a good pitcher. Right. Thanks. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I just got to – Vasquez is going to line his glove up. I'm going to pump my 75-mile-an-hour heat in there. I'm sure – Whichever team, Clawson? I think the only way that I could actually make this happen is if I had Sandy Leone behind the plate. <laughs> that guy is well, good. Well, if I had like, if I had him or Tech behind the plate, I think I could get it done. Anybody else, no chance. Why? Do you have more than one pitch to throw? I mean, they would just know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sandy Leone had a catcher ERA so low, he made a career out of it. Right. Literally. He was Chris Sale's yeah. best friend. Yeah, they were good. Chris friends. Sale was quite good at throwing baseballs to home plate. Yeah, very good, very good at that. What are we talking? What was going on? We were, uh, we were talking about Kanye. We were talking about um, limiting uh, a major league team to twelve runs or less for one inning. Certainly, we weren't talking we about talk- the Red Sox. Well, we, we can either talk about how, how bad the Red Sox have been this week, or we can just keep talking about nonsense. 
and just keep avoiding Talk the about, fact that the Red Sox have been bad. Well, I, I have a couple other quick things I want to say about the Red Sox. Right. We still have that big discussion about. Oh, we've got a huge segment coming about up Fenway. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got to see that. That's actually about. this is the per this is the perfect segment for for a week like this. Uh, so a couple other things real quick. Also, I want to bring this. Up. Uh, I want to wish best my best wishes to Jerry Remy, who's stepping away from the broadcast for at least the rest of the year. Uh, he's undergoing lung cancer treatment um, again. So, I mean, I know he's beat it once. He can beat it again. He's a fighter, tough guy. Um, and, yeah, the games, games just aren't the same with the Rem, Rem dog. The three-man booth with him, Eck, and OB, I've really – I've grown to like that crew. I'm not the biggest uh, – Dave O'Brien fan, but with the three of them, I really, I really do enjoy it. So first and foremost, obviously, me and Clausen are share the same sentiment that you do, Gardner, in terms of we hope Jerry Remy is stays gets as healthy as he possibly can and comes back to broadcasting the Boston Red Sox as quickly as possible. But Dave O'Brien and that three-man group, I think is a necessary ingredient because he's like the straight man to Eck and Remy who literally like probably just go off the rails if it weren't for Dave O'Brien just holding them down I look at it like a like a dad going to a ball game with his two sons and he's like all right boys we're gonna go sit in our seats and watch the game and the two kids are just off like doing some nonsense or whatever that's kind of how I look at it yeah, he keeps the, the things going. It's all about pace of play with Dale O'Brien. Dale O'Brien uh, watching docs and doing something else. Um, so anyway, yeah, the Red Sox really stunk it up this week. Um, but again, I think it's one week. We're still only a game and a half behind the Rays. Big series against the Blue Jays. You got to take three out of four, at least. That's a must. And, uh, yeah, I'm just tired. I've said this before, and I was tired of – I've just been tired of people not believing this team all year, uh, you know, even when they have a bad week. So I know I know they'll be okay. And, you know, if, if we end up getting a wild card or we can't fully climb out of this ditch, you know, I still consider that a win on the season because – this team wasn't supposed to come out and win a hundred games and have the best record in the American league. Like they've had for the majority of the season. Um, so I, this team is, you know, it's a, it's a playoff caliber team. And if anybody wants to argue with me on that, you're more than welcome to, but like, it's a playoff caliber team. I'm not worried. Still, not worried about it. Still not the worried. best team in the AL East. How do the, how do the Rays keep winning? I, it puzzles me every they, time. They haven't really won that much since they swept us. Yeah, I know. The, they had a good series against the or the Mariners. Uh, kept it close with them there a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, who, who did the Rays play this week? I know the Yankees are playing the Mariners this weekend. The Rays are playing the Orioles. Great. Oh, John Means is back. John Means business? I hope John Means bit. I was going to say, I hope he means business tonight. Um, so for the series, we've got tonight, we've got Nathan Evaldi versus my uh, favorite pitcher on the Blue Jays, Alec Manoa. I hardly know her. And we've got Nick Pavetta versus Robbie. Ray. Still not how the joke works. 
Uh, I think that's how it works. Something like that. Uh, and then we've got Nick Pavetta versus Robbie Ray. Uh, Tanner Houck versus Jose Barrios. Good Lord, we're facing some tough pitchers this series. And then Garrett Richards versus Hinjin Ryu. So <laughs> that last game, I'm sorry. Sox are going to win three out of four because Garrett Richards ain't getting it done against Hinjin Ryu. We always have difficulty with Robbie Ray. I mean, all these guys are, have ERAs under three and a half this year. Uh, it's going to be – it's certainly going to be a series. I'll say that. A series in, in the old Toronto. We we wipe the floor at the Blue Jays usually, don't we? Yeah, we usually year. do well. Last series, we just I think, scored a billion I think runs. The, we did not score a billion runs last series. Was it two series ago? I don't know. I, uh, I don't even remember. Who was that against? Is that against the Blue Jays? I don't remember, but that was stumbled. In Buffalo, we scored like Kike. Oh, right, right, right. Hunter, yeah, 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 yeah. Then Durant. Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Run. Right. Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. That was like two, two weeks ago. Ah, close enough. Yeah. Do you think uh, Hansel – Hansel Robles should start starting a game soon for us. I don't think he's a starter. Is he? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just throw him in there. Can't be can't be worse than Mister uh, Mister Perez. But uh, yeah, big series against the Ray or the Blue Jays. We got an off day on Monday, and then we're playing the Tampa Bay Rays for three more games. So listen, plenty of ground to make up here, or plenty of ground to not make up, but. Uh, Think positively. I think this team's going to be okay. Sweep. Uh, sweep it up. Sweep it up. And, yeah, hopefully Schwarber will be back within the next week or so. I know he's going to get some rehab games going pretty soon. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the deal with the team. It's been a tough week. Sale will be back soon, hopefully next week too. So, let's uh, see what happens. Steve's going to 10 to his player bear. Uh-oh. Steve was there. Is something going on in Antarctica? What? Is something going on in Antarctica behind you? Yeah, Amazon Prime came. My dog, not a fan. Amazon Prime ships to Antarctica? Really? Is that like the once a year trip? You'd be surprised. Jeffrey Bezos. Was it Jeff Bezos on his with his little cowboy hat and spaceship? He flew multiple drones attached to a lawn chair. <laughs> and then he just a, a snowmobile dropped out of it and he came out riding right into the frozen frontier of Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, not a fan. Yes. Not a, yeah. Uh, who wants to, who wants to pose the question for this next segment? I think, well, how did this come up? I don't even remember. We were chatting before we recorded and someone asked this question. I was like, wait a second. We got to talk about that during the show. Is it something wait, is it related to his DM? No. What? No. It's not related to Questions with Matt? No, questions with Matt will come oh, up in a little bit. I got it. We were talking about I am going to the Red Sox game on August 24th. Right. Gardner's right. going on the 26th. So Steve, in his infinite wisdom, said, Oh, you should just stay for two days so that you can catch Andrew Gardner for a couple hours. So I said, Well, I could do that, or I could just stay in Fenway for two days. I feel like that wouldn't be that hard. And so the question was born. Do you think that you could stay in Fenway overnight without getting caught? No. 
I don't think he could do that. I think you could do it. I think so. I don't think you could. Why not? Gardner, make your case. All right. Well, I'll say I'll preface it by saying this. I think other newer stadiums would be much easier to do it in compared to Fenway. Although the security system might be a little better than the new ones, but I'm thinking of hiding. I'm thinking of doing this the old gritty way. You find a place to hide, you stake out. Fenway, I, I don't know. I feel like they definitely high secu- uh, amount of security guards walking around there. And I feel like there's just not many places to hide. Like the concourses are like, it just kind of follows around, uh, you know, around the field. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be difficult. Uh, so I think it'd be not easy, but I think it'd be doable. And I think one of the main aspects that would influence whether or not you would be able to stay in Fenway overnight or not is first and foremost, are we saying that because Clausen has a ticket, he just has to wait for the game to end and then hide? Yes. Okay. So I think that it would, where you get, where your seat is in the park heavily influences whether your chances are at staying. Because if you are just like in the bleachers, whatever, just like, you know, around the mill every day, every day seat, then it would be a lot harder to find a prime spot to hide. But if wait, you're... are you talking about hiding in the seats like anywhere? No, no, but but wait, oh, okay. wait, but wait. There's if you had like a box seat, like my friend took me to a box, and there's that restaurant, you know that restaurant that's mm, like yeah, the State yeah. Street restaurant. Yeah, State Street Pavilion. If you're like in those seats, there's definitely somewhere you can hide in like though that area. And then there's like another little area. That's like a big bar with like a lot of stuff, like on the first floor, like in the back, like it's hard to describe where it is, but on the opposite side of the outfield, if you go in one of these. Oh, the bleacher bar. Yeah, it might be the bleacher bar. I don't know, but there's like a lot of these weird little areas that I bet have some weird closets or access to some stuff that you don't know about. And I don't know about, but if I was, you know, to be perusing at the end of a game, sure i could find a box or something to climb into that people wouldn't thoroughly check i think i've done a lot of thinking about this and gardner i think you're wrong i think the new stadium i think fenway because it's so weird you would be able to find so many weird corners to sleep in and nobody would think about it, you know what i mean yeah no I, like think about I the just, dimensions of that place it's a mess the dimensions don't matter in the concourse like it's sure just... there it is a mess in there yeah, the concourse is like all over the place, but I that's still what I'm don't... saying. So if it's all if it's all open, then you can't hide anywhere. But since there's just like corners and lanes and concourse coming at you like six different directions. No, but I almost feel like with the newer stadium, they're bigger and there's more places to hide. And because they're bigger, less people are walking. Like Fenway's small compared to a lot of other stadiums. Compared to most, if not all. Right. No, it's it's the smallest stadium in the league besides Strop Cannon. But let me get to my main point. Yeah, sorry. Go for it. I think you can either hide in one of those. Probably the easiest way to do it would be find one of those boxes, like Steve was saying, just sitting there like somebody passes by, you're under the table or something. 
Nobody's gonna look. Yeah. How thoroughly do you think these guys? Not are at all. Stadium? Like not this at doesn't all. happen. What is their job? What is They're security guards' go, job? Gardner, think about They're this. Like, think I about this. Get out of here. They have they have overnight security? They totally Gardner, but think about it. How many people try and sneak into Fenway and sleep there overnight? I guarantee you. It happens more often than you would think. I guarantee like, you. Do you think they're really checking every corner of Fenway? Yes. No. I do. No. Yes. They definitely do. All I'm no. saying is. All Let's I'm get Coley Mick on here. I got to ask him the important questions. All I'm so, saying I, is if that Michael Jordan guy, not Michael Jordan himself, but the Michael Jordan guy can sneak <laughs> into the stadium, and if those kids can sneak into the stadium, then I'm pretty sure I can – find an empty box and a storage closet i got got one more too this one is foolproof foolproof you know in you know in dead center they always block off that that one section oh my gosh yeah if you want to suffocate yourself it's not like it's not a enclosed space like you can like you're Stepping into a giant Ziploc bag. It's a yeah. black tarp under seats. Garner, you ever on camp? Oh, hot it is. <laughs> what? Who cares? I Who was cares camping last week. It's Who totally cares? different than sleeping under a Garner. A anywhere tarp. you sleep, if you're sneaking into Fenway, anywhere you sleep is not going to be comfortable. I'm not making that argument. I just mean like you just the, have to. The only time, over the, okay. All right. The only time they put the tarp down is for day games. So that means you got to stay even longer and it's going to be hot under there. The so game what? ends at four 30. The game ends. So what? I'm going to have a heat stroke before the <laughs> Gardner, security we're not finds me. About, we're not talking about the nicest hospitable way to stay. At I'm not even talking saying, about can you, or can you not stay overnight? I and legitimately think tarp, I would, I, you can I definitely stay think, overnight. It's going to be uncomfortable. I legitimately think, Clausen, I legitimately think I'd have a heat strip before the next <laughs> morning if I was under there. It's not about the five star, you know, hotel experience. Yeah, right? I know. I know it's not going to be can comfortable. You, or can you not hide in Fenway Park overnight? And I yes. probably could, although they'd probably take the tarp off for the next night game and be like, "There's a dead body under here." The way I envision this is that I hide in a box for a couple hours and then I come out at like one or two a.m. And I, I have free range of the entire. That's that's There's the problem, security. Steve. That, yeah, you're so busted, dude. I don't think the security's that tight at night, to be honest. It ha- I, think I mean, wrong. there's got to be somebody walking around at least. Yeah, no way. I'll be boys. Yes, I'll just be like, all right, there'll be boys with them. Yeah, I'm here. You know, I'm here. Let's you know hang out. I bet you get lonely at night because it's dark and scary, and Fenway's old. I'll hang out with you. Let's, you know, cook up some Fenway Franks, tap one of these kegs, and, you know, let's hang out. I don't think it's that easy. keg and hang out with security guard. Good luck. Fenway Park is 24-7 security. So, So the The point is, the point is. Yeah, the internet, because everything you find on the internet is 100% true. Yeah, did you just just say it? No, it says, how do you protect a stadium like Boston's Fenway Park? Fenway has 24-7 security. The way to think about it is the overnight shift in the uh, – hold on. I think Article that's a bluff. Off. No, it's not a bluff. It's from Mass I Live. I think John Mass Henry's Live. like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to set up a webpage. John Henry's propaganda. <laughs> we're going to set up a webpage, and we're going to say that there's overnight security. But I'm not paying for overnight security. You think I'm paying for Mookie Betts to stay in Boston? Hell no, my paying for overnight security for this dumpster of a ballpark. That's what John Henry thinks. I love Fenway Park. John Henry's not as beloved as. Here's the only way I can think 
of staying over. So sleep oh, under the tarp. This only nobody, works. Nobody. No, 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 no. With the reason that that's not going to work. <laughs> I'm saying it's not going to work because they probably take it right off after the game. How long do they keep the tarp on? Why would they take it off? They definitely check. They definitely check that tarp after the game. No. You're going to find a better spot than just, like, the tarp in the outfield. I bet they're like, all right, let me look under here, see if anybody's hanging out. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, they totally. are. These people do not take their jobs this seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if they don't, they lose their jobs. So I bet you they do. What I was going to say is the only place I can imagine – would work overnight. So obviously my last name is Gardner. And a gardener is someone who takes care of plants. And if you know about Fenway and you know about plants, there's an over there is a there's a garden at Fenway. They have the Fenway, Fenway rooftop Farms, garden. Yeah. So here's my plan is this is the only way I can imagine it works. I go up there after the game, I jump over the fence, I get a makeshift like vest. Like one of those neon construction vests, maybe a nice little like big hat that covers my neck from the sun, a little water towel around my neck. I got to make it look authentic. Like I'm really there to work on these plants and I get down there. Maybe I make a fake name tag and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm the gardener. I'm working on these. Cause I am, that's the thing. And I am taking care of these plants, but they can only be worked on. They can only be fertilized and they're not maintenance plants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. It's awesome. Uh, so I'm like, I got to stay overnight because these cucumbers aren't going to harvest themselves during the day. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, who's going to have their Fenway fresh salad if it's not for me? So I'm going to go down there. I'm going to pretend that I'm, you know, turning the soil, doing that, planting seeds. Next morning, she comes back and she's like, oh, you're still here. You're such a hard worker. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then, boom, that's that's how it works. I think we're overlooking one extremely easy path to success here. You're just hiding under the tarp in center. You sit field. You sit in your seat right behind home plate for the entire night. Oh, no, no one has I just thought there. of a, another idea. Guys, please. You have to get a Hold best, on. like Gardner said a ladder and a clipboard right walk around you just walk around it's just like doing laps what are you doing you with well i got the clipboard because i got to keep track of the light bulbs and then i got the ladder to, re to reach the light bulbs and uh the vest and for people to know caution yeah it's awesome you could just like find a fenway security outfit and just wear one of those like you could, they're not that hard. They wear like khakis and Red Sox polos. Yeah, but you got to think that the overnight staff isn't very big, and they definitely know everybody. You're, that's why the garden. That's why the, the garden is the way to go. Yeah, you're the new guy. <laughs> I'm also night at night at the museum type type uh, stuff. Yeah. No, you can be like, I'm John Henry's bastard son. Checking it out. <laughs> like, hey, John Henry's. Do you guys know John Ted Henry. Williams' son is named John Henry? He named his son John Henry? Really? I did not know that. Yeah. It's weird. I was watching some Should documentary I... on his head, and they kept referring to John Henry, but not not like CEO John Henry, but his John son John Henry. Henry. John Henry Jr.? J.H.J.? I guess. J.H.J.? 
I don't really know. It was just it was very confusing for the first couple times I heard it. Did you know that um Ted Williams owned a golf course too? It's called uh Citrus Hills. Sounds like every other golf course in Florida. You guys actually not know that video? Yeah, yeah, Citrus Hills. Fuck this. Citrus it. Hill. <laughs> fuck this. That was a section ten shirt for a while. Yeah. I'm watching the video right now. I haven't seen this in forever. Steve, can you allow uh, screen sharing capabilities for a quick second? Yeah, I can give them to you. I think this would be an important Bonbridge field trip. And the listeners, if I share this, I think the listeners will also be able to hear. So if you guys have never heard of this video, I'm taking you on a trip. I hope you don't get copyright infringed. I I think we'll be fine. All right, so this is Ted Williams filming a, a golf commercial back in probably like the 80s or the 90s. Probably the 90s. All right, here we go. I can't hear it. I can't hear it either. Ah. Can you hear it, Gardner? Yeah, I can. Nothing. You can't hear it? Nope. Uh, sharing options. All right, well, whatever. I'm not going to. I have. anyway. I've uh, presented projects in class with screen sharing capabilities. It's worked. The sound has worked. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it's not working. But just a classic video. Just look up Citrus Hills, Ted Williams. Citrus and, Hills. You'll, and you'll find an absolute classic gem of a video. He's just going along with it. And then Citrus Hills, fuck this. So, so one more thing about this yeah. uh, this Bring Fenway overnight, and then we can wrap it up. Uh, if you were there overnight, I mean, assuming, I guess if you went for a day game, because if you were going under the tarp like me, you'd be there for a day game. And that's kind of a long time to be there, like 24 hours. You need to eat something. Oh. And, yeah. uh, I mean, unless you know how to fire everything up and start cooking hot dogs... I mean, I don't think you're going to bring food into Fenway. So I feel like there's only one logical way for you to get food. Can you guys think of what that might be? Uh, man, I'm really I, – I can't think of it any way. Well, I mean, somebody would have to drop food off. Right. And assuming that you know nobody else in the city of Boston, you would have to do it through our good friends at Instacart. And if you don't know, Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the socks, or you're stuck in Fenway overnight and you need food, order it through Instacart. With delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour, you can shop multiple stores, see details in your area. They'll help you save money, and every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. You're going to spark your summer celebration with some nice free delivery on your first order over $35 via Instacart. Delivery is subject to availability in terms of apply, of course. Use the link in our show notes for the offer and help support your boys at Gone Bridge. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Woo! I have a question. Steve? Uh, you mentioned a signature dish. Mm-hmm. What is your signature dish? What do you mean? Like, what's my? You said you need groceries for your signature dish. I assume you have one. What is it? 
I mean, if I like in general, if I was sleeping over at Fenway, uh, and what would you, yeah, what would you make yourself at Fenway? Actually, yeah, what would you make yourself if you had a full fledged kitchen? You could make anything. And then what's your signature dish when you really got to, you know, get creative? You got no heat, you got no water. What are you making then? If I'm going to be at Fenway overnight, I think I'm going to have to go with just classic like peanut butter and jelly. Just <laughs> hammer like five of them. When I was camping last week, I had so many peanut butter and jellies because that was all I could pack. So, yeah, it's a good move. Um, is this a segue into questions with Matt? Well, you still got to answer what's your signature dish, like if you have a full kitchen. like you My make, signature dish. I mean, my go-to, I would say. Or... My go-to, I would say, is I, I grill chicken and then I take it off the pan and I put Pesto, cream cheese, and tomatoes in the pan. Wait for that tall. Cream cheese? And I got made fun of for making meatballs with jelly? No, no, no. It's entirely different. No, 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 no. And you're making chicken with cream cheese. It mixes mixes with the pesto. It makes it creamier. You don't get it, Gardner. You don't know how to cook. Yeah. Brutal. Oh, first, I just had a heart attack. I thought I wasn't recording. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would have just been like, no episode this week. Sorry. Wow. It would have been hard to recreate the magic that we've already yeah. <laughs> thought. I've got another magical question once Clausen's done explaining the recipe. Um, so, yeah, you throw the chicken back in and then you boil some pasta, you boil spaghetti, put spaghetti in the bowl, put the chicken in the bowl, and you put a little tomato sauce in there. With the good pesto stuff? Hmm? A little bit. Pesto? Yeah. It's pretty good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Healthy. Um, my other question real quick. I feel like this is always, always something I thought I could do. It, it's basically the same question as this, but for a, a dual admission double header where you have to pay to get into both games. Oh, I have absolutely. always, I know where this is I going. have always felt, I've always felt like I could just sneak into the bathroom, <laughs> wait in there for two hours and then go out for the second game. I've 100%, always felt like I could do that. 100%. There is, if I actually tried, I've never been to a double header but I genuinely believe I could do that. No doubt. No doubt. Who would yeah. stop us? The people at Instacart might. Well, I don't see why they would. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I don't know why they would. Maybe um, maybe the, the guy who does the, the – he's got his own segment now, questions with Matt, he might stop us. He, had so many, he has so many questions, that's why. Questions with Matt? Questions with Matt, the new Ask on Bridge, because Matt carries the entire base of the listeners uh, for this segment. So the first question, do we want the semi-baseball question or the the not baseball question at all? Baseball first, then non-baseball. Okay, well, the baseball one is even a stretch. So uh, what's the best and worst team you've been a part of? I guess this is any sports. Um, when I was in middle school, I was on a travel basketball team and we were so terribly bad, just so, so terribly bad that we won two games the entire year. And that's only because there was one town that was worse than us and we beat them twice. We were so, so bad though. We probably averaged... 18 points a game 
That's how bad we were. Yikes. The best team? Um, yeah, best team. Oh. oh. Uh, when I was, I think, also in middle school, in like Babe Ruth League. Uh, not Babe Ruth. Just the majors. Just like the uh, league before Babe Ruth. We uh, was on the Triple Cardinals. A? I was on the Cardinals. And uh, we won it all that year. Lead off hitter. You know, no big deal. Um, the best team I was ever a part of, I think I was in fourth grade. My little league team ran through the league and won the world series. That was pretty dope. Um, and then, uh, that team was a wagon, by the way, nobody even close. Um, the worst team I've ever been a part of. I played lacrosse for one year and both, I hated both of my coaches and I had no idea how to play lacrosse and we lost almost every other game. We lost almost every game except for one, and then our coach told us the one game we won, we were up by like six at halftime, and he told us that was the worst display of lacrosse he's ever seen, even though we were winning. And that was the day that I decided I was never playing lacrosse after this year. So, uh, yeah, it was probably the worst team I've ever been on. I would say – what's up, Steve? I said that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, that sucks. That's not good. Um, For me, my worst team – Played soccer from, like, when I was, like, four to third grade. I think my team in second or third grade, we went, like, 0-10 the entire season. Just every Saturday morning, wake up, go to the field, lose a game, eat some orange slices. That was kind of how it went. Best team, um, middle school, my hockey team won the state championship. That was really cool. Same thing my sophomore year of high school, we won, uh, like, our division championship, which was cool. But, uh, yeah, those would probably be the two best teams I've been on. I'll also throw out um, – it's not really a team, but anytime I play golf, I imagine it's the worst mm. that it could possibly yes. be. So. It always – you know, I always find a way to amaze myself when I play golf. I'm like, oh, didn't think – Nobody knows how to ruin a good drive like Steve Brady does. Love to see it. Uh, the other question for Matt. Um, this one ranks up with one of the best ones I think he's asked. Uh, what's the most useless item lying around your house? Probably myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely me. I would have to say um, it's a great question, Matt. Um, Got to say on I'm going to make this an exclusive answer to say on a Sunday morning, one Steve Brady is easily the most useless thing in the area. Um, He's got the glasses on the couch. He's got his, his little playlist going. Yeah, that's accurate. He needs to shed his shell and and regroup. Yeah, He's like a, he's like a snake. He needs to shed his his skin from the weekend. All I'm saying is that if, there was a nursing group that did door-to-door IVs. I would be the number one customer. <laughs> For Sunday mornings that. in college. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're telling me that you wouldn't get a door-to-door IV in order to... I would get function, line for that. I would... I would why would you... Steve, why would you be needing function? Why would you need to function? What, what happened? Lack of... Uh, Studying too hard. Hydrated. Right. Sometimes when I'm studying, I forget to drink water, and I just study so much that I just 
and do you drink you- like other stuff like juice what no um my most useless <laughs> item in my house you don't drink juice i don't drink juice um most my my internet my internet connection is is unstable again uh, yeah, no kidding dude Spend most useless thing in my house probably your router <laughs> your router yeah. i don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah it might be I'll, my my entire family's home today a lot of computers being used right now so that might be why have you answered- uh, most useless thing in my house oh, just no. try it on my suit because i'm gonna need to wear it soon I'm trying to, Steve. My internet's not allowing me to. Um, <laughs> most useless thing in my house probably had to try on my suit earlier today and found that my white button-down shirt was too small. So I think that the use for that is quite less. You know, speaking of so, suits, I'll keep this short because it's kind of it's a funny story. But I also realized that we're we're running through time here. Uh, my cousin got married uh, freshman year, our freshman year of college, so two years ago. Wait, who got married? My cousin. And uh, congrats to her or him. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> she is she she have a boyfriend or? It was a <laughs> my male cousin got married. Cool. Oh, All right. <laughs> moving on. I had to come home, of course, I mean, from I the wedding. Judge. And I was I was in a rush. I was in a rush, so I came into my house and grabbed the first suit that I saw, the first black suit that I saw. Um, and I had just bought a suit like within a year before then, and it fit fine. And I get to the, I get to the venue and I go to put my suit on and it was the wrong suit. It was a suit that I bought maybe like three years before. Um, so, I mean, I would, the pants were like compression pants. They were the tightest things <laughs> I've ever worn in my, I didn't need a belt. Like it was, I had to like, I, I don't know, dude, I, I don't know how I squeezed those things on. The jacket was fine. If I buttoned it up, it would have split in the back. But the pants, dude, those things were so tight. It was so uncomfortable the entire time. I'm sorry to hear that. But it was a nice wedding, so it was kind of a it was kind of a give and take, and it was a funny story too. You know, hey, why are your pants so tight? <laughs> oh, whoops, I brought the wrong suit. It's a nice day for a red wedding. All right, continue on. Um, there we go from here. What was it? How was Core Impact Player of the Week? <laughs> uh, so you got any notes for us? Yeah, my um, internet well, is so the, bad right now. The big one was can you sneak into Fenway? But I also heard an interesting stat this week that apparently last time Terry Francona managed a team to an under 500 record was take this 21 years ago, mm. the 2000 Phillies. Wow. 2000 that's pretty remarkable i saw that too never somehow never led the indians to an under 500 record the indians haven't been a bad team but like even this year they're sellers who are the wait who are the who are the indians who are sorry the, the guardians? guardians excuse me oh okay now i now i know who you're talking about but yeah pretty nuts quite down internet boy yeah. insane <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? All right. Is that, is that all the notes? Yeah. I mean, the, is... the other big one was um, we covered that sneaking into Fenway. Was that really? Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Ramon Laureano just got suspended 
80 games for uh, PEDs. Word. Not that surprising. He got good out of nowhere. So, yeah. Big, uh, now that they got big, actually, that's huge now that they have Starling Marte. Fills the spot. Yeah. That uh, That is big. Um, all right. Alex Cora, Impact Player of the Week. Who do we got? I am going to shout out Fenway Overnight Security. Give them a zero because I don't think that they would do their job very well if the three of us decided to test them. Actually, I'm going to give them an incomplete score. It's either a zero or a one. If we ever do this and we make it through the night, it's a zero. If they catch us, it's a one. So Fenway Overnight Security, incomplete. (laughs) All right, that works. Um, I'm going to give mine to... (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna give my eduardo rodriguez for uh getting us through the the one game that we won in the tigers series uh 10 strikeouts he looked pretty good steady aces that we like to see i'm gonna give him a little uh 0.58 on the alex cora impact scale i'm gonna shout out the entire red sox organization uh the organization just be the lineup i'm gonna give them a negative 8.8 a negative 0.8 because they've a negative seen. impact yeah they've they seen. have they've been quite quite bad actually not good at baseball i'm also gonna give uh a negative one to gardner's internet i knew that was common i knew that was been terrible it's been terrible yep it's not going to be any better next week because I'm going to be away again. So, buckle up. Yeah, likewise. This next week's going to be a tough one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Gombridge, Hello. the summer, the summer, the summer has somehow been harder for us than the school year. I don't Solo. know how. Solo episode with Steve. It's just me. Hey guys, this is episode 45 with Steve Brady. Uh, if you want to come along with a little fireside chat with me, talk about the Red Sox. I've uh, yeah. had a lot on my mind late, and you guys are going to kind of vent and want to vent, use this platform to really uh, share my feelings. For those of you team. In, in the area where it airs, 106.7. Yeah, I think that is, that's it. 106.7. They got bedtime magic with whoever it is. <laughs> like David Allen, whatever. I like his voice because he's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, dude. You never hear bedtime magic. It's great. I think I'm ever not in the Massachusetts on the radio. Yes. My other note for those Massachusetts people: check out one zero three three. Awesome. Let them in. I need to hear the bedtime. <laughs> I'm gearing up for some bedtime magic and Glossin's like, "Hey, if you ever listen to one three point three, yeah, but he." It just gets it just gets really close. If you listen to it between the hours of like <laughs> the internet and this entire thing is just terrible. I <laughs> I don't know who's talking and who's not talking anymore. <laughs> is it like some ASMR? No, it's just really close. It's like after nine PM he's like this is Stephen Brady with bedtime magic six point seven. We're gonna come in you with a little Neil Young to start off the night. This is old man. 
Take it away, Neil. And that's bedtime magic. Suddenly feeling incredibly tired. It's really good. So what I was saying was, if you live in Massachusetts and have awesome. nothing to do between the hours of Actually, yeah, like after one o'clock in the afternoon, just put on 1033. It's like it, it doesn't miss. I listen to it at work sometimes, and then I'll just go like maybe 45 minutes and they just won't miss. I'm going to allow these free ads because I'm the one that brought it up. So shout out to you guys and the radio. It's a dying industry. Do you have anything else? Make baseball uh, fun again? So listen to uh, uh, listen to ninety one point three WUNH Durham this year. Shameless plug for my radio show. Yeah, it's online. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. It is online. Um, yeah, we got anything for Make Baseball Fun again? No. Mine's a little old. I want to see more Javi Baez and Amir Garrett. Well, that's just me. Yeah, they were uh, John at each other. That they were. They sure were. They sure were. Um, oh, wait. I had another question going back to our last segment. If there is one player who you think sleeps at Fenway full time on the team, who do you think it is? Uh, I feel like it's J.D. Martinez. And if it's not J.D. Martinez. I think it's, I think it's Big Yak because he can't afford to live anywhere else. Man's making half a million dollars a year. Still probably not enough to live in Boston. Yeah, how much of that's going to his agent though? And then like, yeah, I figure like he's just making a financial decision to live at the park. Maybe his locker like rolls down to a bed. Yeah, it's like Kanye's place in the Falcon Stadium. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I bet it's like Verdugo. He's probably got like a bunk in there. Him and Kike probably share share a bunk. Bunk beds for Kike and Verdugo. Even though Kike is kids. Mm. Kike Best does have that dad strength now. Get like the um um oh what am I thinking of? Step brothers, step brothers poster with Kike and Verdugo. Yeah. Um all right, yeah. Anything else? Uh, or make baseball fun again? I'm trying to think. I had one thing. Oh, the the catcher's balk was certainly interesting this past week. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah, I guess if you use your mask to, like, stop a ball, the runner advances a base. Didn't know that. Pretty cool. Other than that, this week has not been that fun, at least for me, with the baseball. So, that's all I got. Closing out the ninth. Closing out the ninth. Steve, you put me to bed with that, that bedtime fireside chat. Bedtime. Um, My closing out the ninth is happy belated birthday to Alex Clausen for woo! turning what I believe to be 20 years old. That'd be correct. Uh, welcome to the 20 year old and older club. Thank you, sir. Welcome. I'm. Uh, my closing out the ninth is uh, hopefully my body doesn't fall apart at 20. Got yeah, one more year just, to go. You've hit, yeah, you've hit your peak, Clausen. Now everything physical is just going to go downhill from here. Yeah, I'm waiting to like slip a disc in, in golf or something. That'll be the day. 
I, I got one more thing for closing. Yes, Steve. Um, I believe, I don't know for sure, but I believe the quality of this episode is just dog shit with like the, the, the internet and stuff. The sound think, quality or the content quality? The sound quality. Content quality was nothing short of phenomenal today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're still listening to this, uh, thanks. Thank you. See you next week. Shout out to you. See you next week. I know we at least get a good amount of listeners at the start of the episode, but I wonder how many people like actually fully like listen through it. I bet some people don't even know closing at the ninth exists. Probably not. They just know like, yeah, probably not. Well, I know that like David Ortiz probably doesn't because he doesn't listen to our show. So probably not. Yeah. I may not listen um, to, to get back at him. That'll show him. Yeah, true. No, I actually, I got to check. I got to check out that show. I'm excited to listen to it. No, I didn't um, do it. It was good. So. Was it good? Yeah, I still haven't listened to it. Um, my closing out the ninth thought. Um, it would be, let's, I, I just, it's more of a thought. What, uh, what do you guys think about getting some Red Sox draft picks on the show? I mean, if, if it's possible. Yeah. I, I would I would be interested. I'd be yeah, interested. yeah. I just that'd a thought. Sick. I think that'd be cool too. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, we could swing be that. Cool. Just a thought. Yeah, we'll see. I'll I'll reach out to some people. We'll see. We'll see. Clawson, you got anything else to close out the nine? Or was that? That good. was it. That's it. All right. Well, we got a big series against the Blue Jays starting in about an hour and fifteen minutes, and. Uh, yeah, got to take three out of four. But anyways, we appreciate everybody for listening. If you like what you listen to, don't forget to download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gone Bridge Podcast and Twitter at Gone Bridge. And the show will be back next week. I don't know with who, but we'll, we'll have an episode at some point next week. At least with Steve. Definitely. At least with Steve. Fireside chat with steve for episode 45 see ya see ya